Welcome to Live the Fuel, where we fuel your health, business, and lifestyle. And now your host, Scott Mulvaney. All right, good day and good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another Live the Fuel show. So today, I am excited to bring on a new gentleman for you. Uh, he is a bit of a professional in the health sector, and you know how I love to geek out on health, wellness, lifestyle, all of the above. Uh, but he's a fellow podcaster. Uh, he's got a few programs out there trying to help uh, impact your health out there. Uh, but this gentleman, you know, he just wants you to experience better health because clearly it changed his life as well. And I really want to get into some of his backstory and where he's gotten himself to today. But he's the founder of New Vision Excel. So without further ado, welcome to the show, Dr. Nick Zorowski. Hey, Scott. Thanks for having me here. Really excited to be and be on your show and, and share, you know, maybe some of my uh, knowledge and experiences with your listeners and maybe we can help them live a better life and and uh, and get healthy on the in the meantime. So let's do it. I love it. And, and actually, real quick for our listeners, uh, you and I have geeked out briefly online before we even set this up because you're a fellow Spartan man. Yes, yes, sir. I've I've done some Spartans, and uh, you know, as excruciating as they are, you know, it's it's one of those uh, painful pleasures, I guess you would call them. But uh, I, I I love them, and you know, every time I do one, it's just kind of like you just it feels like such an accomplishment because it's a it's a physical feat for anybody to do any of the Spartan races, you know. Oh, yeah. So the Spartan races are are an awesome awesome thing to do, and a great way to just. Um, forcefully improve your fitness level to prepare for them. I like that. Forcefully improve. I like that. Okay. Um, I never thought about it that way, but yeah, usually I amp up my training as I'm preparing for a Spartan race. So that makes perfect sense. You know, you have to, because if you show up to those and you're not ready for them, let me tell you, like, then, then you, then you really experience some pain. So, you know, when I was <clears throat> training for my last one, you know, it was pretty interesting because um, I was amping up my training, amping up my training. And I say, and I even built like a small course in my yard and everything. And I had this whole system where I could oh, get you like, me beat. <laughs> yeah, I had this whole system where I, you know, so I, I went in and, um, like figured out like the different obstacles and things that they typically like to put in a Spartan race, right? Like carrying bags, carrying buckets of gravel, um, throwing a spear, all this stuff, climbing ropes, you name it. So Anyway, I created this like uh, obstacle course in my yard that represented many of their obstacles. And then I had it set up so that I would run like a half a mile and then I would do an obstacle and then run like a quarter mile obstacle, quarter mile obstacle. So by the time I was done, it was like 10 miles altogether with me have do doing like 15, 20 obstacles. That's, so. that's right on point. I mean, I just did the Spartan Super. That was a, they advertised that a few months back as a, eight to 10 mile course is really more like a half marathon course. I mean, it was closer to like 11 or 12 once I figured, I, cause I tracked everything on my, uh, on my Garmin. So yeah, I was like, yeah, you guys advertise one thing. And then <laughs> like people like us who may have some tech on us, we afterwards, we look at the stats and I'm like, uh, yeah, I thought that was a little longer. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, that's the thing about like, I don't know if you've ever read, uh, Joe DeSena, the, the founder yeah. of Spartan race. I don't know if you've ever read his book, but you know, that's what he, that's what the guy lives for. Just like, you know, huge physical feats that like nearly break you, you know? So it wouldn't surprise me if they threw in an extra mile in there just to throw you off and mess with your head. Well, and let's, let's, let's be real here. I mean, for our listeners, you were not always capable of doing a Spartan race. Am I correct? Oh. 
Oh, no, absolutely not. You know, I grew up just like everybody else did. You know, I people a lot of times see how I live today, how I eat, how I take care of myself. You know, I, I grew up just the average standard American home, um, you know, eating eating uh, chips and drinking Mountain Dew and, um, you know, just not really having an, an idea or a care of what real health meant. So um, now I have always been uh, more athletic. Um, I have played hockey most of my life. I played hockey in college for a oh, couple cool. of years. Um, I have played football. Um, you know, so I've played a lot, participated in a lot of sports. Um, so I've always been an athlete. But, you know, when you're talking about doing something like Spartan Race, it's a, it's a whole different beast. You know, like you have to have you have to have the endurance to be able to run those 10, 15, 20 miles, whatever it is. You have to have that upper body strength. Like, let's face it. Climbing over walls. Race. Spartan races are very upper body strength dependent. Um, and, and so you got to be able to do those. It, so, you know, regardless of maybe what sport you might be good at, like when you go to do something like a Spartan race, it's a whole different beast. So, you know, like I, I wasn't prepared to go do that by any means. I had to really ramp up my mileage in a big way. I had to be able to have that um, forearm strength is another big one, which I wasn't didn't have a, a lot of capacity in that area. Well, how about that grip yeah. strength, right? <laughs> yeah, well, that's what I mean, that grip strength, right? Because you're going to be climbing ropes, you're going to be carrying stuff, you got to have a good grip strength. And so, um, you know, however many monkey bars they send you across, my goodness, right? And yeah, so I'm, like- I'm pretty much done with the monkey bars. I'm still going to do Spartans, but I'm like, seriously, guys, you just love your freaking monkey bars. <laughs> See, they love, that, they love that grip strength. They love that upper body strength. So like I- um, I had to really work on that. That wasn't something that I was just walking around with. So maybe I would have been good and, <clears throat> and talented in some other areas, but like, you know, that you just have to have like a, a core, like, you know, beastly physical, uh, capability to be able to go in and do those. If, if, if you, uh, if you don't have to train super hard. So, yeah, well, I mean, let's, let's be real. Everything you and I are talking about right now, it comes back to, you got to, put in the reps, so to speak in life. I use this, I've been using this term a lot lately. I can't help it because anybody's ever been to the gym. Like you talk to a trainer or you talk to a coach like, Oh, reps, lifts, reps, that sets, yada, yada, yada. I like to connect that back to real life. Like you just gave us a hint. You're willing to commit your training so much that you built your own little training course in the backyard just because you took it that seriously. But not mm -hmm. everybody thinks that way. And you didn't always think that way. Probably you know, if you go way, way, way back, I mean, this is all stuff that you had to build up over the years and just life experience to get to that point. You can even think like that. <clears throat> well, and, and so like for me, what I've, you know, learned over the, and I really, you know, learned this going through graduate school and, and unfortunately getting my butt kicked in a lot of way in the academics, you know, it, you know, when you're trying to balance having a family and taking boards and also, you know, going into taking, you know, all your finals all within the same weekend, you know, you, you learn that like, you know, preparation is key for everything, you know? So it's just like showing up to this interview, right? I didn't just roll out of bed, um, or anything like that. I, I mean, I'm going to, I'm going to prepare, I'm going to, I'm going to put in the effort and the same thing goes for something like the Spartan race. Like, like I couldn't imagine just showing up to that, um, not prepared because you would literally you'd hurt yourself um you could you could actually get some real injuries out of that not prepared so you know i was training an hour and a half one i was training an hour and a half every other day and on the the other days i was training an hour so i'd go an hour one day hour and a half next day hour hour and a half so anyway like i i will tell you that by the time i was done with the spartan race i probably didn't train for like two weeks i was just so <laughs> done 
Like I was over it, you know, and you need a little, you need a, maybe an extended period of rest and recovery. Yeah. Well, first of all, I couldn't walk for like two days. Right. But, but, you know, still like when you're dedicating that kind of time, like this isn't, this isn't, you know, for me, this isn't all I have. I have a, I have three kids. I have, you know, a wife, I have, wow. uh, um, you know, the family, I have two different um, uh, health centers. I'm responsible for running and operating. Um, I have, you know, probably, you know, 50 to hundred patients I work with on a weekly basis. So I'm extraordinarily busy, um, above and beyond that. So dedicating that hour and an hour and a half means that I get less sleep. That means I, you know, I'm, I'm, uh, having to pull some responsibilities away from other areas in my life to make that happen. So it's about um, prioritization, right. And balance and balance, right. It is. Yep. I mean, so it's interesting because I, I was actually recording yesterday with one of – I have a regular co-host I bring on, a couple of them actually. Uh, she's a sports nutritionist, and okay. um, we are talking about – and actually when she shares stuff on Instagram, for example, she's the she's the single mom, right? Single mom, traveling sports nutritionist, works with a lot of colleges, a lot of sports teams, and okay. uh, we joked around because we literally had her dial in remote from a gym – that is one of her clients. So she was literally, she did a workout, met with her clients, and then dialed in with me from the gym to do the podcast. Cause, and she was worried about that. I was like, no, I love that. I love the transparency because yeah. it, not everything can be polished and perfect, right? Like, yes, you and I prepared for this show today. And admittedly, like before, before this show, I just got done this morning doing a huge CrossFit workout. We do a partner wad every, every Saturday with, you know, two, two people partnering up. It, so because there's two people sharing the workout, the coach usually increases the quantity of, of, uh, stuff you have to do. And I'll tell you, it was, a, it was a butt kicker, but this was also a special wad and learn event that they did because then that sports nutritionist, her, one of her coworker friends is also a regular on my show. She's a sports psychologist. And so every so often she comes in, we do like a wad and learn educational event. We're talking about mindset and preparing, you know, preparation. And she did a great job connecting it to the Olympics right now, right? Because the Olympics are on right now. Do you do you watch the Olympics at all? You know, I I really hardly ever watch any TV. So I, uh, I have not watched an ounce of the Olympics. A couple highlights, you know, the people who have gotten some gold medals. You know, watch Sean White, a couple of these other people. But other than that, I haven't I haven't even turned on the TV. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of, of, of excessive television either. I love that. Yeah. But I will admit, I mean, because my fiance and I are huge, you know, athletic people and we just love the Olympics. So unfortunately, this is that time of year where it's like, oh, man, we're actually up a little bit later to catch up on all of our favorite athletes. So yeah. um, it's it's a different lifestyle shift for us. Uh, because I don't want to sit behind a boob tube. I'm too busy. I'm too active. So I love that you're a fellow supporter of that. But just real quick on that point is when you watch, if you get a chance to watch some of the behind the scenes, the little clips, you'll see these athletes. Their eyes are closed. They're going through the motions. Like they're preparing for their event. Like they're walking themselves through an event. And it's funny because that's some of what I've learned a little bit more about in the past couple of years when you do Spartan races and stuff like that, like once you get your first Spartan under your belt, now you got yeah. some experience, right? So next yeah. time you want to do another one, you're like, oh, you know what? Let's go. Let's take my brain back through what I did last time uh, and envision that and a lot of visualizations. I don't know if you do any visualization work or not. 
Yeah. No, I'm a, I'm a big believer in it. You know, the thing is, is, is I, and I think that what it really comes down to with this conversation is, is for people to understand that success isn't random chance. Success happens through hard work. And so, you know, even, you know, you talk about transparency and things like that. I mean, I am talking to you out of my clinic because I haven't actually been able to go to my home office today. I've been here seeing patients all day. That's where I'm at. I had to change out of my clinical attire just to show up on here and not. Uh, oh, you could have rocked the clinical attire. Come on, man. <laughs> So anyway, like, you know, I mean, so, you know, it, it just like anything in life takes hard work, you know, and even these, a lot of people forget, right. And I think that in, in my personal opinion is that we see these people on Facebook putting their best foot forward. We see these people on the internet putting their best foot forward. I mean, heck, I probably even do that um, from what people see of me. But the truth is, is like, you know, it, it behind the scenes, it's, it's hard work and, and, um, and, uh, you know, you can't – I've even gotten out of the habit of even going and scrolling through a lot of my, you know, Facebook feed because I just find it um, so ridiculous. And it creates this mindset of like everybody's so successful and you're not. Mm-hmm. But um, – and I don't like that. And I, I think it's um, – I think it for your mind and for your well-being, it doesn't do good things for you. Um because you, you get this idea that everybody's so much further in life, everybody's so much happier, everybody. But in the reality is people are just kind of putting their best foot forward. But yeah, in order to you know find success with anything, you just got to you got to put in the hard work and you got to, you know, just watch these athletes. I mean, my gosh, they, they got sports psychologists. They got, um, you know, they got trainers. They, they're they nutritionists. They're, they got a whole team behind them. They got people working on them, you know, to to uh, fix their injuries. You know, they got stuff going on in every direction. Like they didn't just show up there. No. <laughs> like the amount of the amount of time here. Here's how I always gauge it, Scott. Is like, and I started doing this in school because when I got so sick of studying, and when I got what this is how I knew I was prepared for something. I was so sick of studying, I couldn't even stand looking at it. I couldn't stand thinking about it. And it, I was so tired of it that I had no anxiety of the event because like, um, I, I was just like, I, I did the best I could. Like I could do no better. And I tried as hard as I could. So even with the Spartan race, I didn't want to have anxiety going into the race going like, ah, I should have trained harder. No, I trained my hardest. Like I did what I could. Mm-hmm. So I walked in and, you know, I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm going to own this thing, you know? And, and so that's how I always figure like, if you're showing up to an event, like prepare so hard that like the nervousness, the anxiety, everything is just gone right. because you you know, you're giving it your best. Like there's not even, you're not going to look back and have a regret. You're like, no, let's, let's kill this thing. You know, I, I'm loving you're bringing that up because I think that's really, really important to remind our listeners is that normally what you're talking about right now is what Megan and I talk about all the time. Dr. Megan Cannon's the sports psychologist. And okay. she's the one who did the presentation this morning to the people at the CrossFit gym. And she and I stepped aside after the workout and we were joking around because we had just aired an episode with her that I recorded. I did a live recording at a different CrossFit gym, uh, yeah. on Super Bowl Sunday morning. And we did a topic on your keyword. You just brought up anxiety, right? Yeah. That pre-event anxiety, what sports athletes go through, but also the people, regular people like you and I, man, like you don't have yeah. to be an Olympian to have anxiety. No, oh gosh, no, no. <laughs> and, and the thing that I, I brought up was like, for example, like I'm, this this will probably go in my garage because I'm not a big trophy guy, but there's a trophy behind me back there. I just picked that up on Friday because I, I turned 40 in September, and I 
never I haven't really competed aggressively in the past year or two, but I, I judge CrossFit events. I'm a CFL one CrossFit coach in my free time. And okay. uh so I take my my athletics seriously. I was a USSA ski race coach for kids, coaching uh, kids ski racing for like eleven years. Okay. I, I finally stepped down from that because I only have like you, man. Like you're you're a family guy, you know, professional. You have all this stuff going on. There's only so much bandwidth. Yeah, <laughs> that exactly. we have. And mm-hmm. long story short, on that I you, you kind of joked around just now about you try you you work so hard that you eventually get tired of it. Yeah. And I literally I have to admit this. I haven't really mentioned this on the show yet. I think the past few months, well, I'd say at, at the end of 2017, I really backed off on a lot of my aggressive like CrossFit training. And I was yeah. only showing up like twice a week just to go through the motions. I have a squat rack and stuff in my garage. I can go back there and train now. Cool. But I just, I was burning out a little bit, right? Yeah. But then my friend's CrossFit gym, they decide to kick off this. In, he, has, he has an internal competition, right? Mm-hmm. It's only for the members of the gym. He does it every year. And it's to get people ready because coming up in two weeks is the CrossFit Open. This is the big thing that they people compete all over the world for and then hopefully get to the games that it goes on ESPN. Right. Well, he said, listen, guys, this, take advantage of Crush. He calls it the Crush. And he releases a special workout every week for five weeks. And everybody competes in their different age demographics and everything. So I said, well, great. I turned 40 in September. And I said, I'm now a master's athlete, 40 plus. So I was mm-hmm. like, great. I'm the young guy in the group. Yeah. So I was like, let's see where I'm at. So mm-hmm. for the past two months, I I doubled my workouts back up to four times a week. So you just said this, right? Like, you don't just show up and have success. And I won. I beat out nine other athletes in my age group, and I took I took the, the trophy. So yeah. I'm not doing this as a brag. I'm actually reinforcing what you're talking about, which is, guys, like, if I would have been still just showing up twice a week, I don't mm-hmm. think that would have happened. Yeah, no. <laughs> No, it's not going to happen. No, it takes hard work. And like, yeah, you just, you can, I love like, for me, like I love watching other people who are just inspirational. Like, you know, you know who someone's like really inspirational right now is uh, Dwayne Johnson, The Rock. Oh, dude, I love The Rock, man. I mean, the guy like, he trains like an animal and he gets up at like, you know, four in the morning to do it. He's, you know, how many movies has he been in lately? I mean, he's just killing I don't know how he comes out with so many movies. Like, he, he literally must be just gym and movie set and just yeah. gym movie set. I don't and know. The, and the guy is just, he's a complete like beast in every way. I mean, he just like, he shows up to life. Like, you know, it's not random chance that he's in all these movies and he's this successful. It's not random chance that he um, is, uh, you know, is, is as fit as he is. Like, I mean, he's putting in so much hard work and it's just like, you know, I just know how much that must really take and so you just like have immense respect for the guy and then not to mention he you can test you know tell by his interactions and things like that he's just a down-to-earth guy you know he's not like one of these guys who um you know he, i guess what i'm saying is he's staying focused you know yeah. so a lot of actors they you know get a little bit of fame and they go off the deep end they're drinking they're in drugs or something you know they there's very few actors that like stay well focused in and um, work as hard as he does. So anyway, like he's just an inspirational guy. And so like I watch these people who are inspirational and, you know, maybe to hear them do like a talk and, you know, things like that. And uh, I think, you know, I think that uh, just as humans, we like finding these people who are just super inspirational and, and, and uh, you know, teach us, teach us how to, you know, 
navigate life better. So yeah, you know, I want to tie that. I mean, you're, you're hitting on some serious, you know, cylinders here. We're, we're, we're cruising like a freaking eight cylinder uh, for car wise. <laughs> but it's like, I love it because everything you're talking about comes back to, we've hit on it, right? Hard work, consistency, um, finding the right people to inspire you. Like you kind I agree with you. Social media can be a blessing and a curse. I yeah. try and only push content that's motivational and inspirational. Like there's enough negative crap going on there. Like, Oh yeah. Uh, got, got, and this is a terrible thing to bring into this episode, but obviously you, you're a father. You saw the stuff that happened in Florida, right? The shootings this week. Yeah. And there's plenty of people talking about it. I'm not getting involved. It doesn't mean right. I don't care about it, but I was like, you guys running your mouth and typing and blah, 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 blah. blah. Like you're just increasing the stress. And what about the families involved, the, the, the friends of those kids? Like, listen guys, like focus on things that are going to create positive change in this world. Yeah, exactly. And that's yeah, all we could it, do. And, and we all have our, opi our opinions about it, but on the same hand, like, you know, yeah, put something positive out, you know, prayers, thoughts, yeah. Maybe send some money their way, but going on Facebook to, to discuss gun control or some nonsense, like, you know, just stay out of it. <laughs> well, I mean, you're a business professional as well as a medical professional, but I'm, I mean, I, one thing I've always talked to my business clients, like, guys, like, there's two things you don't talk about politics and religion. <laughs> just, yeah. I spent yeah. years in sales and marketing. Like, guys, you just don't bring it up. Just if somebody brings up, try and change the conversation because you don't know what, what could come out of that. <laughs> Right. And, and there's some topics you can't win. You know, you just can't win. There's just too many. It, it's things that people feel extraordinarily passionate about on either side of the spectrum. And I respect people on all sides of the spectrum. However, like, you know, it, it's one of those things that people are way too passionately and emotionally involved to be able to bring it up. So, well, and so it's funny we bring up this passionate thing. I want to dig a little bit more into more of your history here. So, I'm going to start off this transition for fun because I just love it and I get really passionate. You as a medical professional, you and your story, actually, I'm going to go ahead and share your website for these ladies and gentlemen. So again, I already hinted, ladies and gentlemen, that you want to check out New Vision. That's N-U, New Vision Excel, and Excel is in like Microsoft Excel spreadsheets. Yeah, newvisionexcel.com. I'm going to share your site real quick because I have your bio up in front of me. You're about you. And the one thing that I really wanted to touch on, right, is I am a natural wellness guy. I don't go to my MD unless I break a bone, cut something I can't stitch up myself, you know, whatever. And I love in this section right here, like when and ladies and gentlemen, when you visit his site, he's got a section, meet Dr. Zarowski. Please click on that because you hint really quick in this one little section about the pill game, right? And a lot of doctors who don't take the time to do the deep, deep education beyond what they learned in school don't know anything about nutrition. They don't know, like, I know you, I've had many doctors on this show. They, they all agree with me. Yes. You get like an hour in, in like your MD and that's it. There's no discussion on nutrition. It's yeah. just your continuing education is led by drug reps and, yeah. and the pill is the answer. And the pill is just treating a symptom. So I'm really excited to dig into this with you <laughs> because <Let's do> it. <laughs> I, I, I'm going to try and hold my fired back stuff back, but can you give us a little more background behind you? You talk about you and your mom. And I really want to get some of that out here on this episode so people understand where you're coming from. Yeah. So, um, you know, I decided to get, <clears throat> I mean, when I, when I first got into, um, uh, deciding I wanted to be in healthcare, I just decided I wanted to help people. It was, it was that simple. Ah, you know, I want to have a career that helps people, you know, and you can do that a lot of ways. You don't have to be in healthcare for some reason at my, in my mind at the time, it meant that I needed to be in healthcare. Um, you could do it. Like I said, you can do it in so many ways. So, 
So I decided to go into healthcare. Um, when I had sh- the to kind of start it off, when the first day on campus, when I went, um, I had I had moved to a different state because I was going to start school, um, and I was going to start my undergrad there. And it just worked out better because it went year round, that kind of thing. And it would be, you know, accelerated. I could get it done so much faster. So uh, first day on campus, I got a call from my mom that uh, my four-year-old brother had um, was in critical condition. Um, about four days later, he was, or no, sorry, about, uh, it was probably about 24 hours later, he had actually passed away. Wow. So he had died from heart failure. So, you know, I had traveled, <clears throat> traveled out of the state, first time away from home, first day on campus. It was a Tuesday. It was about noon. Um, I was at a lunch there. You know, it's one of those things where you can, you could darn near remember everything in front of you when you hear something like this. I had sat down on the stone wall next to a couple other people with my food. And I got a call from my mom. And I remember, you know, just setting my food down. I was 19 at the time, set my food down and just walked away. Like, and, um, I remember, uh, you know, it's hard to even talk about it and not get emotional, but I remember I went into the school. What you got to go with, man. I went into school and I sat in the hallway and I just cried. You know, people are probably walking by me going like, what's wrong with this guy, you know? Yeah. And so, you know, that was, that was a, you know, kind of a hard, hard, you know, uh, um, ex- life experience because at that point I'd never experienced death to anyone close to me in my life, you know? So my four year old brother had passed away. Um, you know, so then after that, probably <clears throat> I'd say like maybe a year or two later, my mom went through just serious, serious depression issues. And, um, I can, you know, I can only imagine, I mean, yeah. And, and so, you know, so and to kind of go back and touch on my brother's situation, that was a medical malpractice situation. Okay. So he died due to medical malpractice. Wow. Um, just to be clear on that. So this is one of the things that gets me fired up about natural health care and, and um, you know, and, and patient care and being a huge advocate for patient well-being and, and, and all that. So um, then, you know, to about year, year and a half, two years later, my, my mom was going through serious depression. She was going to some of the best medical facilities. Um, in the state, uh, you know, my, my dad, uh, is a pretty well to do guy. So, you know, they were able to go to, you know, very good, uh, high quality doctors. But the thing was, is the only answer that they had was, oh, you know, you just need to, you know, have positive thoughts. So you just need to, um, you just need to take antidepressants and antidepressants was a big one, but you know, you know, as well as I do that the whole antidepressant thing, um, can be very scary because, you know, these same people who go on antidepressants go and kill themselves. They mm-hmm. do crazy things. They hang themselves. Many of these uh, nasty shootings we see around the country are people who are on mind altering drugs and they just literally, um, they literally just go, uh, AWOL, you know? So you certainly like ha- hearing or having a loved one, you know, uh, on an antidepressant or some mind altering medication when you know the potential side effects, um, is very scary. Um, so I was like, you know, I didn't want her to do that. And now let's touch on my life a little bit at the same time. Cause this is just, you know, it's a, it's Please crazy do. to talk about because it's crazy to talk about. Cause it was just kind of like a couple years that just spiraled out of control, very hard time for my family in, in, in its entirety. But so at the same time, I was actually, you know, probably as a result of stress from my brother and stress from my mom and, you know, just my own life. Uh, you know, I, I already uh, was married by the time I had started graduate school. I started having, um, I like my literally my ability, my memory 
um, my ability to retain information, my ability to focus, everything was just gone. Like I couldn't do it. And I was in graduate school, so that's not really an option. That's not um, very productive. Uh, yeah. No, wow. that doesn't work out too well. So, <clears throat> So we can touch on this a little bit, but anyway, you know, I ended up finding out that I had like some brain toxicity issues. I had, um, you know, some brain or, or neuroinflammation going on. And at um, this time, were you on any medication? I was, I was on nothing. And wow. so, and so anyway, I was having this really tough time in school. I mean, literally to the point where I was like, it was so emotionally draining on me because I was working so hard and getting, you know, just having such small progress. Um, that I was, you know, considering I, I had to do one or two things. I had to either drop out or because I couldn't do it anymore. I just couldn't take it. Um, you know, it's very hard in life when you're being misunderstood, I guess you should say, um, because my grades were struggling. I'd go talk to the counselor and she tell me to quit goofing around, you know, Hey, you need to stop goofing. Around. I'm like, I'm a married guy, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, and like, this is my life. Like, you know, it's not easy. It's, it's pretty hard to walk away from graduate school when you're married and you're tr working towards your career, you know? Um, yeah, I like, think you're, I think you're already proving that you're, you're pretty dedicated. Yeah. Uh, so like I was having, I was struggling. So this, you know, here I am being told like, you better stop goofing around or you're out of here. Um, you know, stop partying and, and focus, you know, but I was working very, very hard and um, not getting anywhere. So, you know, I, I had this whole neuroinflammation. Uh, we could probably touch on that a little bit further into the show, but it mimics um, dementia-like symptoms. And really? so, yeah. So anyway, I had these dementia-like symptoms going on and I didn't know, like, I, I was like, okay, here, here's a couple options. I'm going to go and uh, maybe get on some sort of ADHD medication. I had the option to actually start taking tests in private rooms. But like, I was like, no, that's like a cop out. Like I've got to figure out what's going on with this. So anyway, between my mom's situation and my situation, I actually started traveling the country, traveling well in school, starting to go to seminars. I remember the first one I went to, I had to, I had to fly all the way out to Las Vegas. It was like a 12 hour flight. It took forever. <laughs> Maybe not quite that long, but it felt like it. And, um, and I am from the East coast. So, uh, anyway, I had to fly out to Las Vegas, go to the seminar. And I started just learning all these different principles and concepts and, you know, learning about, you know, the inf inflammation in the body and how it can affect the brain and how it affects the cells. And, and, you know, maybe, the, and, and even the process of toxicity and, and how it can affect your life and ruin your life and how it can affect hormones and neurotransmitters and the list goes on. So I started learning those things. I took those same principles um, and I, I applied them into my life immediately. Like I needed immediate change in my life. And then I applied them in my mom's life. And like I said, with my mom, she was going to like the best medical professionals in the country and seeing no key, results. Keyword there is medical professionals. Yeah. So she was going to them and, and seeing no results. And, uh, anyway, like her, like, like I, I was able to transform my life fairly, um, in a, in a fairly short amount of time, a couple months. And she was able, like, she saw a response. Like when we started, when I started implementing these things I was learning with her, I mean, she started seeing results like immediately, literally like within a one week period, like it was like a, a new person, you know? Wow. So she had gotten her life back, which was really cool. And I started getting my life back. And, um, and then I just realized like, you know, how important these things are to know how important, how many people this is actually affecting. And like, you know, it can affect somebody, it, you know, it affected me with the, like, uh, like I said, the brain toxicity, toxicity, neuroinflammation, um, dementia, like symptoms, it affected me in that way. But I mean, we can, we can, you know, 
draw the conclusion on how you can, you know, have gut issues from it, how you can have thyroid issues, how you, you can have so many different issues from this sort of thing. And, um, you know, so my, my mom saw great results. I saw great results. If you were actually look at my schooling from like the first half to where like, you know, to where I was like, you know, devastated and had to make change. And you look at the second half, like you could do a full study on this. Two different, two different students. Two different people, like literally. And it's pretty cool for me to look back. And I mean, I look back on it like kind of proudly because I was like, yeah, figured it out. You know what I mean? Like, I think that's powerful. If you could do your literally your own case study on yourself. I mean, that's pretty significant. I mean, yeah. So like it was all the difference, you know, and like I remember it was like somebody flipped a switch on in my brain. It was like um, it, it was it's the, it's the craziest thing when you literally don't have the ability to like focus and, and have concentration and, and, and retain information to the point where you're like doing it like like awesome like you're like way beyond other people you know what i mean you're like one of these people who hacked uh memorization and they can they just like they just do the i see people who just drag their finger down a book and they know everything that was on that page yeah so it's like you know your brain is actually incredible in the way that you're able you should be able to retain information unfortunately most people um have stuff going on and they're not their brains just are not working like they should so um anyway i you know was able to help myself. And then, you know, I took those same principles and it's the same thing I do with people today. So. Well, I'm loving this because, and actually I'm going to do some more screen sharing again, because uh, you're a fellow podcaster, as I hinted at, and this isn't just something you learned and you've literally taken it to a whole different level. You have practices, you have programs on your website and you got your own podcast and you're bringing other influencers on, which I'm a huge fan of. Uh, my buddy, do you know, uh, Vinny Tortorich, uh, the fitness confidential podcast? No, I have never heard of it. No. I got to get you connected. He loves bringing on medical gurus or, you know, anybody around health and fitness. He's been doing yeah. it for like six years. He's a co-host on Adam Carolla's podcast. So okay. you get all kind of bump bleed over for downloads and stuff. But um, he, he, I love getting people connected. So I'm, that, that's, that's my task for you. Well, we'll <laughs> um, do it. We'll do it. And, but the beauty is you're bringing on other influencers and I've seen keywords coming in here, uh, addressing chronic pain detoxing, inflammation. These are all things that I talk about because I, interesting connection for you. I was always a single guy. Years ago, I got into a brief relationship and it was the first time I really had a legit relationship and I was already in my mid twenties. So I was, I was a late bloomer and anyway, long story short, it didn't work out. And it, it jacked me up to the point where I couldn't figure out why I couldn't function and I wasn't the health nut that I am now. So obviously, what's the answer? Oh, let's let's maybe just need a reboot period. We'll put you on this antidepressant. Yeah. And I, I went on that crap for maybe 30 days. Mm-hmm. And I, was, I started getting myself the hell off of it. I didn't like it. I mean, the same thing goes with, um, I had my shoulder rebuilt twice. In 99, after that surgery, they, they tried. It was an outpatient surgery. Yeah. And they, <clears throat> they send me away with Percocets. Holy crap. I've never taken a hard drug in my life. I mean, I, I, I took those things. I couldn't stand like I'm, two days later. <laughs> I'm not kidding you. My mother re- tells me I was staying at my parents' house after the surgery. They picked me up yeah. and she said the middle of the day, like I'm resting, I'm laying on a bed, you know, I'm just mm-hmm. had a surgery. Apparently an alarm went off. I didn't know I had an alarm set. I freak out on Percocets and I'm beating the <laughs> shit out of it with a belt. <laughs> That I'm while I'm also trying to get dressed. I, I she told me this. I had no idea. I was like, "Get me off of this crap. I don't want nothing no. to do with it." And let alone now, fast forward years later, right? 
I, mm-hmm. Now that I study gut biology and everything else, and we talk about this, and I, I've been doing uh, cellular detoxification and cleansing practices since 2010, and mm-hmm. learning about adrenal fatigue when I used to be a firefighter, all mm-hmm. this stuff. So it's like now I'm like, wait a minute, I don't want to put anything foreign in my body because a drug could severely yeah. impact your gut biology, and then that can manifest upward to the brain. Yeah. Um, so you and I are vibing right now. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. No. Absolutely. Yeah. I figured you'd get a kick out of the Percocet story, but I mean, the sad part is <laughs> these funny. are they're mind-altering drugs. Like you are literally numbing your natural nervous system so you don't yeah. feel pain. Yeah. Right. You know, and that's the thing is there's a time and a place for everything, right? You know, there's a time for, there is a time for surgery. There's a time for, you know, pharmaceutical drugs. But the thing is about modern day society is it is the straight go-to. I mean, it's like something happens and people go from zero to 100 like that, you know, why not try like if possibly there's an inflammatory condition going on, why not try some, you know, ginger and turmeric and, you know, some of the different herbs that are really going to help with that. Like, why not go that route before, before trying, before just going on some like really uh, potent pharmaceutical that is going to damage the liver and everything else. Why not when somebody has high blood pressure, are they not told that they can take, you know, olive leaf extract and, and fish oil and CoQ10. Why not? Like, like, I mean, I know why. I mean, deeply, I, I understand why. And it has, it's, it's called profit in, in business and everything it's a else. Multi-billion right? dollar industry. That's why. That's the truth of why, right? But like, my gosh, like the doctors in this world need to start like being advocates for patients and looking at what is the best thing for them, okay? Like I have somebody... I had a person come in and, you know, I don't, I, I don't prescribe uh, medicine. Um, that's not my thing. Um, but, but you could, I, right? No, I, I, I'm in the natural healthcare. I'm not. Oh, you're I'm full, not, you're fully over to natural. Yeah, no, awesome. No, okay. No. So like, you know, so I had somebody come in and they were on a, um, th- their doctor put them on a pre uh, just for precautionary measures, put them on a blood pressure medication. Their blood pressure was so low that they were nearly falling over. I'm like, what are you doing on this? And they're like, I was like, don't, didn't, didn't they see like that you were, that you, you know, how low your blood pressure is when they, you know, when, once I checked it and and found, found out like what it really was. Um, And they're like, she's like, well, yeah, you know, they wanted me to just stay on it for precautionary measures. I was like, are you crazy? Like, you got to get back to him. I was like, you're like, your, your body's not getting enough oxygen, not enough blood flow. Like you're, you're going to just keep falling over and, you know, dizziness spells. So like, anyway, like, I mean, like, uh, here's the other way I look at it. And, you know, I have the right to say this because, uh, you know, I'm, I'm a board certified doctor. Like I've, I've put in the time there's junk doctors out there. Okay. Like, <laughs> let's just call it like it is And and, um, somebody really attacked me for saying that before. Like, how dare you insult, you know what? Like I'm in the yeah, same, I can say the same thing about personal trainers or even just saying CrossFit coaches, right? Just because you have a CFL one certification, like I do, does not mean that I'm the world's best CrossFit coach, right? It comes down to you. We we've been talking about this earlier in the episode. What are the, what is the continuing education work that you're putting in day in and day out? Yeah, Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, like there's, there's things that go on it's just crazy out there. And like, I think that, you know, Luckily, with the internet and, and people being able to educate themselves, people are doing so many good things um, when it comes to natural health. And, and unfortunately, uh, I guess unfortunately and fortunately, you know, people are starting to lose a little bit of faith in their doctors, um, unfortunately, because, you know, doctors, 
um, back in the day when you'd go see them, they'd spend the time with you. They'd understand your situation. They would, you know, they would take precautionary measures, but now it's like you walk in, it's like two seconds, you get a script and like, you know, no concern for like, you know, maybe long-term effect or, you know, finding the root cause of the situation. It's just like, all right, yeah, this is what you need. Get out of here. This will go away. And so I, I, I'm feeling that, I mean, personally, I feel that a lot of doctors are letting people down and, um, and it's too bad. It's unfortunate. What's scary to me is now that I've, you know, it, it's, what's, it's scary just seeing where I've advanced to, uh, because uh, you'll get a kick out of this one. So I've been showing this on a lot of podcasts because I still got to send them in yet. But like, so my, my fiance knows how much I geek about this. So mm-hmm. for Valentine's Day, she bought me a, a 23andMe Ancestry oh, cool. Plus Health. Yeah. Um, only because I've always I, wanted to do that. I've always wanted to do it, right? Yeah. But that I had on, do you familiar with uh, Dr. Carson of Carson Natural? Uh, I know there's so many natural medicine I've, doctors I've heard, nowadays. Yeah, you know, people ask me a million. Like, do I know this? I, I, I've heard the name, but I'm not too familiar now. So I had him on last year, and he sent me uh, swab test kits. So uh, he does. He he works with a lab, and yep. he'll be able to do. We're gonna do hormonal analysis on my hormonal okay. panels, right? Cool. And then my chiropractic doctor that I go to, I didn't even know this because I start talking about blood work because I'm really excited about doing. This is the year that I'm gonna be start backing everything up with data, right? That I've been yeah. doing. Yeah. So she's like, oh, I do blood panel analysis. I'm like, really? She's like, yeah. She's like, I work with a lab. She's like, I can smell all that stuff for you. So it's like, oh my God, this is so exciting. So yeah. this is this is how geeked out I am. <laughs> yeah, cool, man. No, it's good. You know, like to get this these sorts of, uh, this sort of information can really change your life, you know? So we do a lot of blood work um, and, and just lab testing and I guess it's not, I shouldn't say a lot of blood work because lab tests come in many different ways. But how many MDs are not doing blood work and just automatically give you a drug? Like, shouldn't it be a protocol to do the analysis first before you give a drug? I don't know. Well, I mean, in a way they do because they go, okay, high blood pressure, here's a blood pressure medication. Like, you know, in in order to determine if you have somebody, if somebody has high blood pressure, you just need to check it real quick. And then that's, that's enough reasoning to give them a medication. But what's their lifestyle? Um, that That's triggered exactly that. right. That's exactly <laughs> right. Now, and, and don't let me, you know, and don't get me wrong. It's not a hundred percent all the doctor's faults either, because um, a it's lot the system. of people, a lot of people are not willing to put in the effort. I see people every day. Here's how I break it down. I go, look, I'm gonna first of all, I'm gonna tell you like it is, and then we can go and discuss it further from there than what's, what's, you know, a reasonable situation. I'm liking you, Dr. Nick. I'm liking you. (laughs) I want want people to tell me how it is. Because, because here's the thing is like, you know, for a while I used to kind of like sugarcoat it and maybe I just kind of bring somebody along, but then, you know, somebody comes back to you and they didn't get the results two months later or something and they want to point fingers. So now my conversations go, first, I'm going to tell you like it is, I'm going to tell you what you have to do to get well. And then let's share your thoughts and your ideas with me and let's work together to make this happen but like you know i have to let people to know the reality of like what they have to do in order to get well um because i don't want them coming back to me saying you know you feel for me like i like to win (laughs) you know what i mean like i'm i'm an athlete i i compete like i like to win i really feel defeated if i don't get somebody well from something that they're facing and you know i have to i love that right because how many people are not taking a personal accountability in everything that they do I, you know what? And, and it's, it's the truth. I actually have a, I had a friend that was a doctor and he made me so mad because he blamed the patient. You know, he's like, you're not getting well, it's your fault. You know, like, and I'm like, no, you, you idiot. You're not doing the right things to get them. Well, like it, it takes two to tango, man. Like that, that customer, right. Or patient 
came to you for guidance and help and yeah. helping for a solution. So yes, the patient still has some accountability in there into, uh, it takes me back to an old quote that I've used for years. It's, uh, we are personally and collectively accountable for our results, right? That's what we need to be focusing on. It, mm-hmm. It's a teamwork effort. And if you don't have that relationship, um, yeah. this is kind of like a business tip, but it, mm-hmm. I don't know if you do this in the natural wellness world, but you can't always help everybody. You got to make sure that, that patient even fits the solutions you have because they might not be mentally ready for that. You already said this. You kind of hinted, right? Like some people just want the magic pill. Mm-hmm. They're not willing to put the work in. Yeah. And so, and so for me, you know, it's big, not only is it big that we get results, but it's also big that, you know, we work with people in a very integrity based way. So many, many of my colleagues, um, in the natural health world, they try to hustle people into a $6,000 program, $10,000 program. And, um, and, and the reality is in, you know, complete truthful honesty is that you may not be able to get the person well. Like I said, I will do turn every stone to get somebody well. However, the reality is, is that sometimes there's situations, there can be genetic uh, uh, consequences to the person for the person that they have to face. There's just a couple, there, there's, there's one, one patient I worked with, you know, it turns out they they ended up needing some sort of surgery for uh, the situation that they were having. It wasn't something that I could help them with from the holistic point of view. Once again, there's a time and a place for everything. And, and, um, and I actually ended up giving the person their money back. Um, and because, you know, I thought I could help them and it turns out I couldn't. And so, um, you know, so anyway, the, what we, what I do is I do an introductory consult with somebody. So it's a lot, it's a, it's a chance for them to meet me, me to meet them, introduce myself and them to introduce themselves back. First of all, maybe our personalities don't jive, right? Maybe, you know, maybe, maybe that's enough right there. Um, maybe their situation is not for me. I mean, I've had people come to me. I'm like, Oh, you need to go see a You need to go see like a dentist or something like, you know, what you're coming to me for is not (laughs) something I can help you with, you know? So, but you know, the, like I said, a lot of other people in, in the natural health world, they just go, you know, they, they don't even, like taking the consideration what the person have, they just have their funnel set up so that they can, you know, you know, score a score a, a purchase of a, a, a program of some sort. And I just don't like that. So um, I always look at it, you know, I, I think I should treat people how I'd want other people to treat my family. If my mom showed up for something like that, how would I feel if, you know, somebody hustled her for six, six to $12,000 and some, there's some program of some sort. And, uh, and, um, the next thing you know, she had no results, but that's the reality for a lot of people. So, um, it's funny because when I have people call, when people work with me, they're like, wait, there's no, there's no contract. There's no like, six month. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I'm like, no, that's, I, I, that's just smart business. Uh, you, everything you're telling us right now, people don't realize that in business, you don't need to help everybody. You need to figure out what your niche is, but yeah. then also what your target audience is and just focus in that success area. You're not going to help everybody. You could send them on to, and then if they do come to you, maybe have a, a, a database or a group of people that, I mean, clearly you've brought a lot of wellness practitioners onto your uh, podcast. So you probably have a circle of influence saying, well, maybe you don't vibe with me, but hey, I'd recommend go checking out this guy or this girl. Like the, yeah. these are all professionals. I yeah. love that because you yeah. can't help everybody. 
Yeah, exactly. You know, you can't, you can't help everybody. And um, like I said, I, for me too, you know, I'm a big, like, look, if I'm useful to you, then use me. If I'm not useful, I don't get results then don't use me. I don't need to put you in a contract that forces you to use me. If I'm not getting you the results, if I'm getting you the results, you will go nowhere else. I promise. And I've had people who've, you know, worked with me who have had, you know, arthritis for, you know, 10, 15 years and had it reversed in several, in just like two months. I've had people reverse diabetes, you know, so many different health conditions. And so like, you know, they, even though they're not working with me on a consistent basis, like I know that they'll come back to me when they need help. So I don't need to force them into some sort of, you know, situation to um, work with me. You know, the, if, if I'm, if I'm useful to you, then you will seek me out. If, and if I get results with you, you will continue working with me. I don't need to force it. So well, I'm loving this. And actually I'm going to go back to some screen sharing again, because a little plug in here again, ladies and gentlemen, if you're listening, go to his new vision Excel site, because he's got mm -hmm. programs on here. You got nutritional makeover, uh, cellular detoxification programs. Um, I love the fact that you actually have on your store. Um, I didn't know all this types of tests were even available, man. Like you got a lot of different testing protocols available on here. So, uh, bionutrient test. I'm very intrigued by that. <laughs> so the cool thing is you, you've built a hell of a platform of options and this is not everything on here is for everybody. Uh, no. but like, I love the uh, food sensitivities that that's true. Right. Um, I learned that through my own. And again, I, I follow a, a program from a nutrition company called isogenics, right? So it's not mm -hmm. for everybody either. Right. But that's how I learned how to go and embrace fasting more and doing uh, natural cellular detoxification, because whether you like it or not, we all have toxicity in the body and our right. bodies, depending on where you're at in your healthy lifestyle, you could probably back this up where you are at. I can, I can much easier nowadays make sure that my body is hitting maximum detoxification compared to where I was in 2010, right? I had to change my lifestyle. I had to really jack up my nutrition yeah. and really fix things. And but yeah. the biggest thing I noticed was food tasted different. Um, yeah. All of a sudden, I realized I didn't like green peppers. I, like, I, I used to get stomach pains. I didn't realize. like There's certain things that just didn't vibe with me. Now, granted, I haven't backed it up with official testing yet, but it was just, it's very amazing when – I want to hear how you vibe on this one. And real quick before I say this, uh, do you have a hard-out time? Do you have a few moments left? Oh, no. Okay. We can go as long as we need. Okay. So I think this is important for the listeners to hear. Whether you follow my healthy, you know, coaching that I do or the following your protocols or somebody else I've had on the show, mm -hmm. when you clean up your life and you start doing the baby steps and putting in the work that you've talked about earlier to build success, mm -hmm. it's amazing what the body does. It's, oh, yeah. Oh, my God. When not just things tasting better, but your brain, like you, you just hinted at it, your brain is functioning better. Like yeah. people don't understand that most of our food has we've stripped the healthy fats out of it right so yeah. I'm, that's why like at, at that crossfit event this morning they're asking like hey what's one of your morning mantras i wake up and i have a shot of olive oil every morning okay I, people are like what i was like well now granted i source my olive oil straight from italy uh they're yeah. they're friends of that vinnie toyota rich guy um but the point is like it's healthy fats yeah. it's mm -hmm. why not and I yeah. actually, it's great for lubricating the vocals before a podcast too, by the way. Uh, but, you know, I, I also experiment with the whole bulletproof coffee thing. Yeah. I throw grass fed butter in my coffee again, not for everybody, but I've never been a huge sugar nut, but I was like, it can't hurt to maybe add some additional sources of healthy fats into my life. Yeah. Just oh, throwing it out there. Cause what's most of your brain tissue. Yeah. So yep. how, where are you vibing on this? Yeah, no, I think that it's, you know, it's the core basics, you know, I'll tell people, 
you know, I'll tell people all the time, some people want to know, you know, what supplement should, is the magic one they should follow or what they should use. And, and I just tell them like, look, before you try you know, some of my nutritional products, like do my diet, like literally follow the diet. Because if you click on, um, in our store there, if you actually go in and click on, um, I think it's books maybe, or I've been building out a uh, book library on my website too. Cause I keep bringing on all these influencers like you. <laughs> yeah. 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 So I don't know if it's in there. Okay. So yeah. So there's the heal yourself cookbook, right? So my wife and I wrote that she's oh. kind of the master of the kitchen. And then I, you know, I know what kind of diet somebody needs to live a good, healthy life. And then there's also, we actually e just made, we just made the ebook available, which is super cool. I was excited about it because now like people from around the world who, um, you know, follow me on Instagram and YouTube and some of these different places, they can get access to it and not have to pay $40 to have it shipped. So I'm intrigued. Um, that, uh, it's interesting. Cause I told, um, a friend of mine that I've had on the show many times, actually, uh, when you, when your episode comes out, her voice, she's a professional voiceover, uh, professional from LA. So yeah. she's my intro and outro for the show. She did all the oh, uh, cool. voiceover stuff, but yeah. last year she released, uh, cause she lives with, um, what's the popular female, uh, condition relating to sugars and grains and breads. Oh God. Celiac. She has a very deep, deep level of celiac. And yeah. Vinny, Vinny Tortorich, connecting back to him, he literally owns the trademark NSNG, no sugar, no grains. This He's a cancer survivor. He pushed all sugar and grain out of his life and he's still surviving leukemia. And he's a, okay. he's a crazy fit nut. Yeah. Big, big biker like I am. He's a trainer to the stars out in LA. And that's, wow. his, that's his secret weapon. He wrote a book called Fitness Confidential and then created the podcast, Fitness Confidential. That's okay. it. My point though is that she created a cookbook called eat happy and okay. but she hasn't done an ebook version yet because people are like well how many people actually create an ebook version of you know, eat you know happy? Well, yeah we we didn't for like the first like several years but <clears throat> when we first did it i didn't have a big following on on uh you know the social media platforms now i do nice. and a lot of these people are out of the country and so um when you're out of the country it's just once again shipping becomes very <laughs> expensive and, and difficult. And then the time too, you ship some of these different items or trash by the time they get there. Um, so, you know, back to your original question though, like it really, the, the, the key to health is going to start with the diet. You know, that is the absolute foundational principles is starting with the lifestyle. You know, that is, that is the most valuable thing you can do beyond any supplement, beyond any, um, uh, secret potion, you know, you just start with the diet. And when you are doing the diet in the diet that we, uh, suggest is, is not ketogenic, but it's close. It's very close. So it's, it's a no sugar, no grain. Um, we even have dairy free in there too, a little bit, um, because there are some people who don't do well with dairy and, um, yeah, I'm true. not a, I'm not an anti-dairy type of person. It's just that some people don't do well with it. Well, mainly my dairy people are like, oh, you eat dairy because you're paleo. I'm like, guys, yeah, I have to pause you on this because it's like, and I, cause I, I we're vibing, man. It's like whether, I, yes, I'm a paleolithic studier and practicer. I've been doing a lot more ketogenic training. Like I didn't, I went in and did that ridiculous workout this morning, just on olive oil. I extended my fast until. Yeah till right before this podcast, I had eggs and bacon. So, but so that I went all morning until like 1230. So yeah. there you go. I, I do. I'm studying ketosis and ketogenic chain, but my, yeah. my, and, I, and I do NSNG. So people are like, yeah. Oh, what about all these different lifestyles? I'm like, cause I don't like to use the word diet. Mm -hmm. Um, but I tell people, it's like, figure out what works for you and then 
create a hybrid, you know, I call it yeah. Scott's hybrid, whatever. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, even it's funny cause our diet, like we were doing our diet, like years before people were talking about the ketogenic diet and it became this big hype thing, right? Mm -hmm. Like way before a bunch of, you know, maybe famous, uh, natural health people made the ketogenic fame diet famous, but you know, we were doing that. And like, we didn't even really, uh, we didn't like sit there going around saying we we're doing the ketogenic diet. We're just like, no, we're doing the heal yourself diet. You know, like I like the branding by the way. I mean, just because you didn't go as viral as they did right away, it's about the long game. So yeah, that, that might yeah. be a flash in a pan right now, mm -hmm. but heal yourself might be the next phase, yeah. right? Especially, so especially whole, with podcasts. <laughs> right, exactly. And, and so, you know, the whole basis is just high fat, um, moderate protein and low carbs. And, um, you know, we might not go as low of on carbs as somebody who is on the, uh, a very strict ketogenic diet, but we try to keep it around like 10%. 10% ish carbs. And, uh, we just, you know, use good sources of carbs, you know, like a sweet potato or something and not like white bread. So oh, wait a minute, hold on a second. So you're gonna love this. My fiance still eats bread, not a lot of it, but uh, okay. she, every time we go out, she, I feel like she's got to get a little poke on me when we're out on friends. And she's just like, Oh no, no, Scott's not going to order that. Cause there's carbs in it. And I was like, <laughs> actually I eat a lot of carbs. They're yeah. from vegetables. People don't yeah. understand that vegetables are a carbohydrate. It's yeah. a different type of carbohydrate. I had to pause on that because I want you to help yeah. people understand this. Okay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So there's all kinds of carbohydrates and there's healthy ones and unhealthy ones. And so, you know, your white breads, your pastas, your bagels, your all, all that kind of stuff. That's going to oh, crap. Fall, it's going to fall into the unhealthy category, you know, and, and for me, like as a, as an athlete, as someone of, you know, Ital regardless of my last name of Italian descent, um, <laughs> like, you know, like <laughs> I, um, I, I don't do very well on a very low carb diet. I just don't feel well. I can't exercise well. Um, is there a test to figure that out? Like what if there's people like me that are geeking out right now? I'm like, like I've never counted anything. I don't believe in it. I'm like, I just I, eat till I'm, I don't, I'm satiated. I don't either. I just yeah. know. You know, but I mean, is there uh, a test though for people like me? Like, you know, what if there is a, a hack um, or, or are we, or are we, or are we, are we ruining it? Are we ruining the process? I don't know. Should we be caring that much? Cause I trust me in the CrossFit world, people are counting their macros and micros, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, dude, I just eat. That's it. <laughs> I don't, you know what I do? I, here's what I do. I do intermittent fasting and, and I follow a good diet and I eat a lot. I love food. I love good food. Oh, yeah. And, um, between and you and I are not big guys, right? We eat no. a lot. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, well, I, I am six one, but <laughs> I'm not fat, but <laughs> no, I'm, I'm six four, uh, oh, okay. but I'm gotcha. one, I'm 195. So. Okay. Yeah. So I'm, I'm six one and I'm like one, uh, I think I'm 183 or something yeah. like, but that. it's not about the weight, right? You yeah. back this up from inflammation. It's about right. the measurements, right? Oh, exactly. Oh, exactly. You know, some, a lot of times, um, you know, you, you look so much stronger and you look so much better when you really cut down that fat and, and, uh, you weigh less. It's funny. Cause you see somebody who, you know, they, they look, they look, they lose 15, 20 pounds and they look 10 times stronger. Mm -hmm. Like it's really interesting. And real quick, ladies and gentlemen, when he said cut the fat, he is not referring to your nutritional fat. He's referring <laughs> to the toxicity that is stored in your fat cells. Um, uh, somebody else I got to get you connected with. Have you had on Dr. Sylvia Terry yet? Never heard of her. No. Uh, she's the author of the book that came out last year. Uh, the secret life of fat biologists oh. spent 20 years studying the, what fat cells do. Because she's a Indian descent and she's, oh, she still has these, you know, she's always struggled with <laughs> fat. Um, but we were geeking out because 
detoxification, cleansing, fasting, intermittent fasting, what the, what the cell, the fat cells job is there to protect you. So it pulls toxicity out of your bloodstream that you can't naturally filter out. We went off. It was a wonderful episode, but I got to get her connected to you. Yeah, no. And that's, that's a huge topic. You know, that's why so many people, you know, some people will lose weight and they'll get like Parkinson's like, uh, or, or neurological like damage to their body and, and symptoms to their body because they start losing all the, or they start cutting those fat cells and they start releasing a whole bunch of toxins into their body. And, you know, there's even, um, the, you can even talk about women who are losing their babies, you know, when they get pregnant and then they lose their baby. Well, when they get pregnant, you know, they, their body starts using a lot more of those fat cells and yeah. it can release a lot of toxins. So yeah, the toxicity in, you know, so toxicity is something that toxicity and cellular detoxification and brain detox. I mean, that's what, like one of my, some of the main focus that I, that I, uh, uh, stay in, in that realm of uh, healing, but, um, well, clearly, uh, yeah, we, clearly with your brain backstory too, I'm actually going to screen share again because I'm on that program for a complete cellular detoxification. And I love these logos you threw in here because right here, ladies and gentlemen, whoop, right here, muscle and joint pain, as we hinted at brain fog, digestive problems, fatigue, right? Yeah. Detoxing mm -hmm. the cells, baby. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So when you have when you have uh, toxicity in your situations in your body, which many people do, I mean, you have to understand we're, we're exposed to 100 times more toxins than our ancestors were in the world that we live in today. So when you have a toxicity issue going on in your body, then essentially you're going to have uh, all kinds of symptoms and whether it's, you know, gut health symptoms, whether it's hormonal symptoms, thyroid symptoms, brain symptoms, I mean, symptoms are going to arise. And so you know, it's important to realize that toxicity is real. Toxicity is a major issue for people. And then the other thing that kind of tops that off is that when this, when the toxicity starts off, um, uh, you know, essentially you're going to have an inflammation response. But the worst part is, is most people are also nutrient deficient. And so when you're nutrient deficient, especially some core nutrients that, you know, are really designed to, you know, uh, take the bullet, you know, sort of speak, um, when it comes to toxins that are there to destroy your your body, um, and you're deficient, and then you're just gonna have, you're just gonna wreak havoc on your body. So it's really important to make sure that things are in order. When I when I when I talk to people about this, because people are like, oh, what do you do to to cut? You know, and I'm like, all right, I'm not I'm not trying to cut, uh, but yeah, I do like I I know. Real quick on that, the, the cellular detoxification thing, 2010, the reason why I did that is because in 2010 and 2011, I don't know how much you know my backstory, but I was a federal wildland firefighter. And so I left the Cobra world, went and did that. And what people don't understand was I didn't know what I was getting myself into. I was mm -hmm. not used to doing 16-hour-long fire shifts in the mountains, breathing smoke, wielding chainsaws, and then you don't shower for two weeks and you're doing this for two weeks straight, right? So you have accumulated wow. exhaustion. Then you take your federally required two days off and then, you know, for health, you know, and then you're back on it again, man, two weeks, wow. two weeks, two weeks. And you do this for a whole summer, right? So this wow. is before I knew what the hell adrenal fatigue was. Yeah. Right. And I'm sure you're probably as a doctor, you're probably just like, dude, oh my God. And then I'm eating, you know, federally managed, uh, fire camp food. So like they're giving me, they give you brown, brown, brown bag lunches. You jam in your backpack when you hike into the mountains and it's, you open it up and it's got, I call it a meat wad. It was like lunch meat, just jammed between bread. And then it was, <laughs> there was like, usually if you're lucky, there was an orange and then they threw in like three or four cliff bars, just okay. not nutrition, dude. And yeah. 
So yeah, when I finished those fire seasons, six months straight doing 2000 hours in a summer, that's what normal yeah. people do in a year. Yeah. I was broken. I didn't know what was wrong with me. I, my workout energy was done. Yeah. So that's what got me into cleansing and detoxing. And, and now I make, I make sure I do a full, my, my protocol is I do it four times a year at least. Yeah. But that okay. involves, that involves, I do two day back to back fasted states where I'm, I mean, okay. it, but again, the nutrition is jacked way up, man. You got to prepare your body for that. Yeah. So yeah, it's a supportive process. But the point is long story short, that's what we're talking about here is cellular detoxification because yeah. you're right. You can release some, some gnarly stuff into your bloodstream. You can get, I've got I, over the years, I don't get them anymore, but years ago I was getting headaches and, uh, I was going through niacin flush from the vitamins I was doing and everything. It was crazy. So. Yeah, well, and, and the thing is, too, is so like, I mean, there, <clears throat> depending on like what your situation is, you can you can detox um, in many ways, you know, so a healthy individual can usually just jump right into a detox and, and make things happen and, and have no, uh, um, you know, backlash from that detox. Okay. However, somebody who has, you know, some sort of chronic condition, they have a lot going on, they have, you know, amalgam fillings, and they're extraordinarily toxic. Wow. A lot of times they cannot just jump into a detox because there's a couple things that can happen is for one, you can start shaking up toxins. And when you start shaking up these toxins, it can they can actually go to your brain. And, and the reason that they can get to your brain is because if you have an if you have a toxicity issue, you have an inflammation issue, then there's something that is called leaky brain that can uh, be a, a, a result of all this. And so when somebody has um, just uh, a ton of toxins and they want to pull those from the body, then you need to make sure you're doing it in a safe way. And the and and so the thing is too is the brain is designed to actually keep a lot of those toxins out of it. The brain only lets nano-sized particles get into it. However, when somebody has leaky brain, like you've probably heard of leaky guts, is this, is this related to like the, the whole blood-brain barrier and all yes, that? Yes, blood-brain yeah. barrier. Yeah. So when the <clears throat> the the blood-brain barrier is this woven mesh-like structure that surrounds the brain. If you don't know what that is, mm -hmm. what its job is is to keep toxins out of the brain. So this blood-brain barrier is made of of cells called astroglial cells. Hmm. And those cells keep the toxins out. And so when that barrier becomes compromised through inflammation, then the toxins can start getting in. So, and here's where this negative, this whole cascade and negative feedback cycle starts to occur. So the inflammation, so the brain, uh, blood brain barrier is compromised. Then what happens is there's microglia cells that are in the brain, which are designed to actually clean up dead neurons and keep everything, you know, nice and tidy and, and make the brain stay healthy. But what happens is when the brain becomes toxic, when the, when, you know, through, you know, all these things that can affect it, chronic stress, um, you name it. And so when they become overactive and they're becoming overactive because of an inflammatory response, they create an overzealous inflammatory response simply because they are so active. So they're going around cleaning up, doing their job, and then they become hyperactive. And then as a, as a result of becoming hyperactive, they make the inflammation even worse. And so when somebody goes to detox, you have to make sure that the the body systems are in check. Like they're ready. Um, so, so when you know you take someone who's unhealthy, who has a lot of conditions they're facing, right? You can't just jump into a detox and start 
just shaking up these toxins because they can jump in the bloodstream. They can actually, you can, you know, create more toxicity in the brain. And then that's why you start seeing some people who they go to detox and they have all sorts of symptoms and they're getting headaches and they're getting, um, uh, you know, you know, they're starting to sweat, you know, all these things can come out of it. And it's simply because they're probably making their matters uh, much worse than they were. So it's important to actually go in, make sure you're like uh, down-regulating inflammation, you're supporting detox pathways. And then when you go into detox, you know, you're doing it in a way that is, is um, you know, supportive and not going to make the matters worse. No, I'm loving the fact you, you brought this to a more clarified position because it's important that people hear this from professionals like yourself. And, and I've hinted at it multiple times on the show. I mean, ladies and gentlemen, I've <clears> talked <throat> about cellular detoxification and cleansing. I, I can't remember how many episodes, right? I have, over, I have over 150 shows up online now. So it's you don't need to take my word for it. Take Nick's. <laughs> he's, yeah. he's the one with all the education backing me up. Um, yeah. And then, and then to kind of just build off of that cellular detox topic, you know, so the other thing is when you look at the cellular science, okay, so when you, and you go to detox the cell, it's not just about pulling the toxins in, but it's about putting the right things in too, okay? So the cell has a lipid, lipid membrane around it, right? And this comes back to the fat conversation, okay? Now, when we go to detox, what we, what we do is we look to actually not only you know pull pull the toxins out but put the right things in the cell that are going to cause full cellular healing so for one we're, we need to worry about the cell membrane so the cell membrane is likely inflamed it's loaded with toxins we need to you know make sure we're putting the right nutrients in the body to support that cell membrane mm. and then after like that coq10 uh, and things of that nature and well or, or fish oils or it's it can be a little bit of everything so yeah. that what we'll use is we'll use like a cellular formula that specifically has all the different like breakdowns of fats mm -hmm. in the, the, the in, in the way that the body uses them to try to support um, the, the neurological tissue but also the cells in in every way possible so we put in the right things the right nutrients in order to support um, proper cell membrane function. And then on top of that, you got to start looking at, okay, so in the cell, what do we have? We have the mitochondria, which is the energy powerhouse of the cell. How do we support that and put the right things in? And of course, heal the membrane. So each, each little component inside the cell has like a membrane around it, you know, the membrane around the mitochondria. And then we look to the DNA, which is in the cell. And this is, this is where, you know, you talk about epigenetics. Everybody says, well, you're going to get heart disease because your dad had heart disease and that kind of thing, or, or you're going to have some sort of sickness because your parents have it. But, you know, what we know now, and that would be referring to genetics, you know, like you're, you're basically your genes are going to determine how you die one day. And so the truth is what we know now is there's something called epigenetics. Mm -hmm. And with these epigenetics, we know that our environments are going to act on the body and trigger trigger genetic function okay right. so it's our environment you know and, and the thing is is like you know when people talk about genetics i said the only thing that's genetics is that your dad ate like crap and he taught you to eat like crap and now you are going to suffer from the same disease he suffered so, from. Wait a so minute. would you agree that we are capable to a certain level of reprogramming our dna is there is that a safe way oh, to say that absolutely oh yeah absolutely, absolutely. thank you because i've been absolutely. saying this <laughs> Yeah, no, absolutely. Because by the, by the, in, in, that's why you're able to turn off a, a disease response in the body. You know, genes, you may, because of your genetics, you may be more susceptible, but it's not a guarantee. Yeah. You know, so it's like, it's like the, the, what they, 
how I refer to it as, and, and I don't think I came up with this, somebody else did, but like, you know, your genes are the loaded gun and it's your environment that pulls the trigger. So, well said. you know, it's, it's, you know, the environment that you put your, you, you know, put your body into that essentially goes in and, you know, causes these different diseases to manifest. So when we look at, you know, toxicity, once the cell becomes toxic, then essentially it's going to affect the DNA. And the reason that we talk about cellular detoxification is probably the same reason you talk about it too. And, and we may, we probably have different philosophies on it and, and a different outlook on it to a certain standpoint. But the reason we talk about it is because when you go to detox, you need to detox the, uh, a recent study shows like 30 plus trillion cells. We were always saying 70 plus trillion cells, 30 plus trillion cells in the body. So we need to detox the, the body in its entirety. So this liver cleanse stuff, this foot bath stuff, um, maybe it will give a little bit of a result, but that's most, yeah. most cases that's nonsense. So you have to detox the body mm-hmm. in its entirety at a cellular level. Oh, yeah. and then- I've done, I've done the salt floats. I've done that. I mean, I know yeah. that. I mean, it's, it's, it's one little fun thing to add in but to your mm-hmm. point yeah you, you got that many cells to it to address you got to go through a protocol yeah i love that yeah i love yeah. the fact you brought up mitochondria too so have you ever heard of the famous uh dr jack cruz uh, i believe so yeah. yeah so he's been on the show he's the most downloaded episode i've ever had that guy's got a viral following because instead of um because you know the the bulletproof guys everybody we're calling ourselves um uh Biohackers. Thank you. The biohackers. Yeah. On, on our episode, and he, and he was wearing his uh, his blue blockers the whole time, and uh, he was like, "Listen, he's like, when you're ready, Scott, he's like, you can fall into my camp. We take it to the next level. He's like, we're mitohackers. He's like, we're hacking the, <laughs> the mitochond. He's a neurosurgeon yeah. or whatever. He, he's yeah, a yeah. he's a neurologist or neurosurgeon. I don't know. I gotta yeah. get you. I gotta get you connected to all these guys that I've had on the show, like Dr. Anthony J. He's uh, now on a project with I forget what hospital, but he's He's the author of Estrogeneration. So he's talking about estrogenics, and obviously this connects back to everything you've been talking about. So we just, there's been a lot of amazing influencers on my show. You've had a lot on your show. It's just, the beauty is we're all coming together and trying to share each other's messages. That's what I love. So, and and I like, for example, like uh, you were talking about DNA. Like I I take a supplement from my nutrition company that I use uh, to support the health of my telomeres. Okay. Perfect. I never knew what the hell a telomere was until I found out about that. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, no. So it's going to help with aging, right? Because telomeres, like I tell people, like uh, telomere long, you live long. Telomere short, you're screwed. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We actually, we actually do a test for telomeres. Nice. And, and you can so what you can look at with the telomere test. And honestly, it's one of those things. It's kind of a fun test. Is that you in know? your store? Um, you know, I don't know if it is. Some tests we do that are that's not there, and it's just because we don't want to. It requires us to work with people in a way that's not just open to the public. Um, and, and so uh, it might not be on there. But the telomere test is its in a way kind of a fun test because what it does is it takes like your age. So let's say you said you're almost 40. I am 40 as of, uh, as of September. Okay. So you're 40 years old, but we can look at your telomere length and we can say, wow, Scott's 40, but he's got the body of a 30 year old. Yeah. You know? I, and this then is one I'm, of those tests I want to do. Cause I've been hearing yeah. this on like Joe Rogan's podcast and everybody else. I'm like, yeah. dude, what, what? I want to, I want to, I, I want that test so I can yeah. say, see people, that's why I'm a health nut. Yeah, exactly. But then on the on the other end of that, you get people and you look at them and you know, and this is the kind of the situation. Oh, it is on there. Cool. Boom. Um, Great show. So, tell him here, by the way. 
<laughs> and so and so the, see those little lighted those little lighted up pieces at the end yeah, that's essentially that's essentially what you're looking at they're measuring the length of that and as it's as those little like lighted up areas become shorter you're uh, essentially you're aging you know so yeah. you know as we're born we're born with a certain length and then when we die you know there's they're pretty much gone. And so anyway, that's what they're measuring. And so like, it's a cool test. And, and in most people's cases, you know, if they're not taking care of themselves or like it's somebody who has a chronic condition and they went, oh, I want to check this out. They can be 10, 15 years aged further beyond what they, they really are. Um, you know, their, their telomeres will, their body is aged far beyond what their actual age is. Yes. And so that's, that's also a, a scary reality too, but it's a reality nonetheless. So. I think it's a powerful, uh, wake up call, right? It's like, yeah. did you realize this? Like you, you think you're living a great life, but what yeah. is your DNA telling you? And oh, that, that's, yeah. that's just, and we do have to bring this to a close. Cause I do have another show coming up, but it's like, this is why I get so fired up. I'm so excited that we have these advancements in science that we can even do tests like you have on your site, right? Like doing stuff for your gut biome and DNA. And like, that's the beauty of this is like, if nothing else realize Mm -hmm. that we have this advance, these advancements in science, but this does not mean that we should be promoting the advancements of science when it comes to drugs. Let's look at the other advancements of science. Like we can do these testings and then tie it back to what are you doing with your healthy lifestyle? Right. No, I agree. hundred percent, hundred percent. So, well, listen, I'm going to have to get you back on again soon, man. Like we, we could do a whole episode just on cellular <laughs> detoxification. I mean, or just, yeah. or, or maybe I get one of your tests done and we'll come back on. Actually, I'm going to do that. Anthony J messaged me. The other doctor I just told you about, he said, as soon as you get the, uh, cause he saw on Instagram that I got this DNA test. He's like, dude, when you get that done, He's like, yeah. send me the results. He's like, we'll do a podcast together, and he's gonna you know, yeah. analyze all my stuff. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Cool. So, because uh, I I don't want to hide anything. I don't care about HIPAA, blah blah blah. Like, I want people to learn. Like, I don't. I want to see. Hey, if I'm wrong, great. If I'm wrong where I'm at, yeah. what am I gonna do to fix that? Change that. Mm-hmm. People need to hear this stuff. So. Right. Right. No, it's very cool. Yeah. So, like, uh, yeah, we could we could probably jump into you know, like I said, uh, gut health topics. I, I work with a ton of that. So there's so many things um, we could jump into. But yeah, we don't have we don't have 24 hour episode <laughs> available to us. So no, but that's the beauty is right. It should be segmented out and it should be chunked out, especially if just from a marketing perspective, because then I can do different keywords and and that's the whole point, right? Like you you want yeah. different different keywords driving traffic to you depending on what people are looking for. So, um, well, listen, this has just been an amazing show. I am so glad we got connected. This has been yeah, no problem. And I, it wasn't just Facebook that got us connected. Who else referred you? Somebody referred you. You know, I don't even know who it was that were, I put on Facebook. I said, Hey, who are some awesome people out there that, that are, have great podcasts? I'm looking to jump on some shows. And yeah, and, um, it, there was a, somebody it, mentioned me for you, I think. Or- yeah. Somebody <laughs> it was actually this one guy who went and like, I don't even know who he is. That's the funny thing about social media is like a guy, I didn't even know who he was. And he, I, I got to send the guy something because he like, he's like hooked me up with like 10 shows and like in the contacts. I'm like, who is this guy? Like, <laughs> You know, and, well, and, and the he, beauty is there's now uh, services. There's there's services that help you get on podcasts. So he's unofficially doing that. It's not even his business. <laughs> right. Well, and, and the funny thing is, is that like now that I've I, I've been jumping on a, a couple, um, it, it just always it just spirals yeah. from. Well, so that, that, and that, that started happening over 50 episodes ago. I just said as soon as I finish the show, 
I immediately, I, I, this happened during the show. I'm already thinking of all the people that I want to get you connected with. Cause I, that's just another way I want to show value to my co-host. Like you come yeah. on here today, all of our listeners are getting amazing knowledge from you. I need to help you get out there more on other shows, uh, whether or not you come back on mine or not. It's like, this is what we need to be doing. This is the stuff yeah. that you got in your head that we need to get out there. <laughs> Yeah, no, perfect. Absolutely. So, and so, and if anybody wants to, um, you know, you can find me at newvisionexcel.com. Mm -hmm. Um, you can follow me on Instagram, newvisionexcel. We have a great Instagram. Oh, you are on Instagram. And I, uh, I actually do a lot of, I, I goof around in the story section a lot talking about different, you know, um, things you can do for your health and, you know, some of the like, uh, different things that like, for instance, I, the other day I did a whole, uh, a whole series on this uh, bio track biometrics tracker yeah. I'm using and how I'm using it and what I'm what it's doing to change my health and how you can get one and everything um, you know so I'm always I'm always pretty active on um, Instagram then Dr. Nick Zorowski YouTube channel uh, I have a lot of great information and a lot of stuff on um, yeah, and don't worry all of this stuff ladies and gentlemen they are, they know this like we put very detailed show okay, notes together cool. for the blog on the website so everything's gonna be hyperlinked in there cool. so they'll, they'll be able to click facebook twitter instagram whatever awesome. I, I always make sure that every co-host can be easily followed by our listeners so. okay gotcha cool yeah yeah so anyway like you can check me out on there and and a lot of these same topics i've talked about are all on there so i, I love this by the way real quick i'm on your instagram <laughs> <laughs> you're you're having fun with uh, the light filters, um, but I don't right. care. I don't care if the 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 food looks great or doesn't look great. As long as you're showing healthy food, that's important. So yeah, um, no, we talk, we do a lot of uh, like exercise and, and nutrition on Instagram. So oh yeah, well listen, as we close this show out, uh, I like to honor my co-host even more by making sure you have the final words of the episode. So we've done a great job promoting you and your brand, and obviously the messaging and the education you have, but. Listen, you had such a great backstory. I know you're going to do a great job filling in this last question. What, what is your all-encompassing message to the world? So if our listeners like you know forgot everything else you said today, and obviously you can go back and listen to it, but is there is there some final words you want to leave behind to I don't know inspire the audience or make sure they're doing something to live a healthier lifestyle? Yeah, well, I mean, the thing is, is important to know is that <clears throat> we're a lot of times told differently than this, but you know, your genetics are always striving for better health. That's the whole reason the human species is here today and we're able to, you know, talk and have this conversation. Our genetics always are striving for, towards better health. The biggest thing that you have to do is you have to remove the thing that's interfering your your body from expressing health and then from there your body will express health so you need to eat the proper diet you need to possibly um uh you know depending if you're in a current you know crisis you know you need to make sure you're taking the proper nutrient support um for that particular issue um on a daily basis you need to be taking you know basic level nutrient support um, for your body, but you need to start doing the right things. Most of it starts with diet. You know, being healthy is not is not about spending a lot of money. It's not about um, uh, emptying your bank account, but it is about investing in yourself mm -hmm. into a certain standpoint. Okay, so it doesn't take that much it doesn't take that much money to do, but it's an investment in your health. It's an investment in your longevity and in your purpose in life and your uh, overall well being. So you know, start with diet. Um, and, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's very simple to do. So start with diet. We have tons of resources. You probably have tons of resources, Scott, start with that and then move, move towards. And then the other thing that's important to know is that, uh, you know, health does not, you know, first of all, health only comes naturally. And, you know, if you are someone who is in the state where you 
um, are just on the total opposite end of the spectrum of, you know, eating healthy and living right, just know that it takes time and don't get frustrated with it. You know, just try to make that, you know, 1% change, which is very minimum every single day. And within, you know, hundred days you have a, you have a hundred percent change. So, um, you know, it takes sometimes years to really get things straightened out, but you know, you got to start today. And so that's, I guess that's my final message is start today and, and, you know, start wisely. So. Uh, I could have asked you for a better way to close out the show. So stand by, I'll give you a proper goodbye off the air. But ladies and gentlemen, he just gave you the biggest bomb of the show is start with that 1% change. We've talked about this many, many times. It's about the long game, not the short game. You got to start just small changes. It works. So again, ladies and gentlemen, that was Dr. Nick Zarowski. So make sure you check him out at New Vision XL. Again, everything's going to be posted up online. Everything's going to be hyperlinked. You're going to be able to follow him easily. He's got a lot of followers, so you need to join in. Uh, but again, ladies and gentlemen, that's another amazing Live the Fuel podcast show with amazing co-hosts like Dr. Nick. Thanks for tuning in. And remember, you too can live the fuel. Hey there, listeners and fans of Live the Fuel. Scott Mulvaney here, your founder and host. Please hang tight for another one to two minutes, and you're going to hear some added value resources and discounts. So first off, please don't forget to subscribe and submit a review for the show. It'll really help others find our show, and I would love to get the feedback. Also, please be sure to visit livethefuel.com and score your free Super 7s resource guide. This has got over 21 different resources that I've put together to help fuel your health, business, and lifestyle goals. Okay, once you're on the website, ladies and gentlemen, go to the resources page and you're going to score some added discounts. I've set up discount code relationships with my favorite snack nuts from eatpillynuts.com and my favorite healthy fats olive oil from villacapelli.com. And lastly, don't forget, I'm your connection into the healthy nutrition world from Isogenics. You'll see the logo there. Feel free to reach out to me. I got my schedule online. And to close things out, guys, Ladies and gentlemen, this podcast is awesome and I love having you listen and it wouldn't be possible without our amazing editor known as David Studio. So if you're an up and coming podcaster or an existing podcaster and you're just trying to find a better way to get it done like I do, get a hold of his editing services. You can find him on Fiverr. That's F-I-V-E-R-R.com, Fiverr.com and search for David Studio. And lastly, just to close this out, ladies and gentlemen, we discuss so much health, business, and lifestyle on this show. We bring on biologists and doctors and entrepreneurs, and it's just a powerful sharing of knowledge. But one thing I do want to remind you is this. We are not a uh, replacement for your medical doctor, uh, for example, on the health information. So please, this is a show of free knowledge. If you need to go seek a professional's advice, please do so. This is free knowledge. We're sharing it out there, but obviously you need to make your own intelligent decisions when it comes to your health, your business, and your lifestyle. I just want to remind you of that. In the end, keep listening. Thanks for subscribing. Thanks for the reviews. And let's keep growing this powerful message of a healthier, more successful business lifestyle for you all. Thank you for subscribing to Live the Fuel. Stay connected on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Live the Fuel. And remember, you too can live the fuel. So please visit us at livethefuel.com.